Hello everyone out there in podcast land and welcome to season one, episode nine of the Everyday Podcast, your gateway to the casual side of business. I'm your host, Joe Basile, the manager and soundboard editor, back behind the microphone again this week, and I will let our wonderful host introduce himself. I thought you were the host. <laughs> Stealing my job over there. Hello everyone, my name is Matt Esposito, and today we have the wonderful Barter Saves team on. Welcome, George and Renee. We'll let you guys introduce yourselves. I'm Renee Ackerson, co-founder of Barter Saves. I did get the memo to wear a black shirt today, so <laughs> good job. And I'm George Ackerson, also co-founder, and I've got the fancy black gear on today, too. So here we are, episode nine, titled Everyday Biz with Barter Saves. So for the audience, we did a little switcheroo. We um, aired the baseball and business episode before this one. We had some technical difficulties last time uh, when it came to recording, but we are back on track. Um, for the audience, if you haven't checked it out, check out last week's episode, which I just mentioned, Baseball and Business, where we had the state championship team, some of their members on, and we had a great discussion about sports and business, maybe a little bit more of sports. but um, It was a great episode. Definitely yeah, check it out. Where we uh, talked Yankees, Mets, all things baseball. And just a general podcast update. So we did announce the giveaway last week. Uh, you'll find the details for that on the giveaway post on social media, so make sure to enter that. Uh, we'll be picking a winner at the end of the season, which is, well, like, three or four weeks from the time this episode is airing so yeah. time is running pretty short all right joe if you want to give a little bit of a topics breakdown sure for the topics breakdown we're gonna dive into what is barter saves and talk about george and renee your individual backgrounds then we're gonna have some roundtable questions just figuring out what we'll ask and last but not least the future of barter and before that why businesses of all sizes should explore entities like barter saves and talking about the importance of networking and outreach. So to start with a very simple question, what is Barter Saves? George? Barter Saves is a wonderful company. I'm a little biased, obviously, <laughs> but what I can tell you Best is- Barter Exchange around. That's right. <laughs> and um, what it is is a local platform for business owners where they can buy and sell things from one another without actually exchanging cash to those vendors. So it really helps you and enables you to save your actual cash you're generating from the business and um, become more profitable. And at the same time, acquire the things you need for your business or personal life without it costing you a ton of real cash. So it's a really great platform to uh, save your cash, get new customers, uh, get a new track of revenue and and that's about it. Would you say anything besides that? We are the sales team for our clients. We help market them and help them find a new revenue stream that they wouldn't like wouldn't have if they didn't partner with us. So, you know, if you're a business owner and your car breaks down and your average car repair is $1,000, a lot of times people aren't prepared in the cash world to be like, oh my God, here's a thousand to fix my car. But when you're part of a barter exchange, you have this additional revenue stream that you don't have to tap into your credit card or you pay cash for. And you'll be able to do these things that are, you know, painful with the car, but fun things like limos and weddings and jewelry and everything else you can imagine advertising uh, without having to spend your hard earned cash. So I think it's a great benefit for business owners. And um, I became a business owner 
I guess, over 10 years ago for the first time in a different business. And I had no idea things like this even existed. Mm -hmm. um, it really is um, not just helpful for business owners so they get an extra revenue stream, but also really helpful um, with networking and mar marketing and meeting new friends. And, uh, you know, there's sometimes certain businesses can part partner up, you know, a for example, if you're having a wedding and you have a florist and you have a bakery, well, they should meet each other. And so when they get cash clients, you know, they can also make some uh, connections in the cash world. So I think it helps business owners in so many different ways. Absolutely. And you guys have been around for five or six years, if I remember correctly. We founded it about five years ago. Okay. Sure. Went live in market just over four years ago. So it took some time to build the brand and some platform things. Mm. And so... So uh, yeah, and we've we've grown you know pretty quickly since then, especially considering team's not too big. We've got a couple <laughs> of us here, right? So yeah, and uh, now you're at a couple hundred businesses, right? Yeah, I think we got more than that, but oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, a few hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, so. I can't even keep track anymore. Every time I look in the directory, <laughs> I feel like there's something new. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, you know, the idea is also you want as many as possible mm -hmm. with the the view of helping people have more liquidity, more options. People mm -hmm. like number one thing reason why any of us do anything typically is for the purpose of convenience. Right. And then to quickly follow onto that is to save your cash, right? Mm -hmm. And even look, let's face it, even the rich, right? There's a reason the rich get richer. Right. Right. They actually want to save cash too, Absolutely. right? So yeah. it's a really great platform for kind of all ends of the yeah. spectrum. But uh, yes, we have quite a few, quite a few customers. Oh, yeah, now. there's there's always a ton of options in the network. Every time we even go out to eat, we can never decide mm -hmm. like where we want to go within the network. It's always a fifteen minute, twenty minute conversation <laughs> just to decide where we're going. Yeah, dozens of restaurant options. <laughs> <laughs> and for the audience, just so you guys know, uh, EDE has been a part of Barter Saves for close to a year now. A little, uh, little bit under a year. A little, right about a year, I think. It was Happy yeah. anniversary, guys. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. And uh, now Everyday Studios is now part of the Barter Network. So we're excited for that, too. We're going to be offering all of our services within there, all photo and video for weddings, mitzvahs, everything from A to Z for the personal market. So... Definitely going to be... It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I was just talking with Lisa about who we can, you know, network with, like the DJs and the floors, mm -hmm. like how you were just saying. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be within that wedding uh, networking group, definitely. So Sweet. do you guys want to expand upon your individual backgrounds? You know, I know, Renee, you said you had a business before this. Yeah, I went to college for business marketing oh. and um, had positions of, you know, senior account executive and... Um, manager and always did things in the print and digital world. And then around 2011, I started a magazine that went out to 75,000 homes in Monmouth County. Um, I did that for several years and, um, and then we started Barter Saves Together. So um, what's interesting is when I owned the magazine, I had all these people that were paying anywhere from 300 to $1,000 cash or credit card per ad. Right. And then when I transitioned into the barter exchange, the same small businesses that were running ads to promote themselves were my first customers when I started the barter exchange. And then, you know, saying to someone, hey, you don't have to pay $1,000 for an ad anymore. Um, that was a very easy sell because mm -hmm. they're able to now get, you know, all these cash customers without having to spend, you know, $1,000 for the ad. Right. So <laughs> it greatly improved these businesses' um, bottom lines. 
Yeah. And then, you know, and George will kind of fill in the blank how we came together with this. But if you want to yeah, tell about yeah, your background. Yeah. So, yeah, my background is, you know, I cut my teeth. Very similar background to Renee, actually. Cut my teeth in ad sales way back to over 20 years ago now. I used to sell cartoons on yellow paper. Uh-oh. That's uh, that's yellow pages for anyone out there. <laughs> so you were yellow book. I was yellow pages. You were we the real yellow pages. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I was we like. We that yellow we did that. I did that for a little while. Did kind of the New York City thing, which was very fun and interesting. It was a great place to cut your teeth because as a sales rep going door to door, there's mm-hmm. maybe no other harder sales job. I mean, there's probably a few, uh, but it's it's one of the harder ones, you know. So that was uh, gives you some perseverance, learn how to persevere through through some challenges. Um, and uh, worked there through, oh gosh, 9-11, all that. The 9-11, I think I left the city in 2002. So um, so did that for a couple of years and ended up moving on into a billing-related business and then uh, really kind of kickstart the last decade or maybe more uh, into tech. So it really was heavy into tech, technology, web-based platforms, um, software and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. and then um had a stint where i owned an app company which was fun Mm -hmm. um and uh, moved out of that business pretty much the same time that renee was looking to transition out of the the magazine and Mm -hmm. the media company and started this uh saw it a mile away right i mean looking at this type of business and say to yourself wow there's you know, tens of millions of LLCs, small businesses in the United States, and they all have the same problem, which is is not wanting to pay and spend a thousand dollars for an ad mm-hmm. if they don't have to, right? But still get cash customers out of it. So Absolutely. saw a big opportunity, and um, and and that's why we decided to do this. So you lived in the city for for a little bit, yeah. Okay. Lived lived in the city, lived in Jersey, yeah. yeah so okay, definitely prefer Jersey. Just yeah, so I was you gonna know. say I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely not a city a city boy. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, do you want to start with your roundtable questions? I know you came up with a couple for George and Renee. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I guess just to start, what inspired you both to start Barter Saves? When I had the magazine, I did a lot of bartering. I bartered a car. I bartered, you know, my hair, my nails. I was doing a lot in that category. And George and I just wanted to take it to the next level because he saw what I was doing with my magazine business. And he was like, I had no idea this existed. This is awesome. And I think that I would say that 60% of the business owners out there don't know what barter is maybe 40 percent you know i was in my 30s when i found out what it was you know on the level that we that we do it at where it's not a one-on-one barter it's a one-to-many type uh exchange so Mm -hmm. um george and i just really put our heads together you know how can we make this experience great for business owners where um, you know, they're getting a lot of value. And so it took us a couple months to go out there and get businesses because you don't want to start with like two people, right. you know, so we made sure we had about 50 businesses at least when we launched and, uh, you know, it just gets better and better every year. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. And I think the key also kind of kicking that off was that, um, but we saw the opportunity and went after it pretty right. pretty quickly. And there was a need. If there's any lesson, it's like find a need in the market and fill that need, right, if you're a business owner. Absolutely. And um, we felt like that's what we were we were doing, you know. So I guess, Matt, you could ask the next question. All right. So what's your favorite part about being owners of a small business? Ooh, favorite part. What's your favorite part? 
The creativity and the flexibility, meaning, you know, anytime we get new ideas um, or if we want to, you know, bring in a different type of business, we have that ability to kind of change things and revise things as we go along. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we go out and see customers all the time. But if there's days, you know, where we just want to do brokering calls or call our clients, you know, not having a boss to tell you what to do mm -hmm. and you make your own rules is, right. you know, very liberating. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's kind of neat having like your clients being your boss. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's a different dynamic no, absolutely. because you're out to really help serve and like serve, serve them. Exactly. Yeah. And so. That's what I love most about it. Every time we bring somebody on, it's just another opportunity to serve, another opportunity to serve, mm -hmm. another opportunity to just give, 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 give. Mm -hmm. One of the lessons you learn in life, if you're around as long as me, <laughs> an old man, <laughs> is you know the more you give, the more you get back in the world. Mm -hmm. But just give without you know hardcore expectation, yeah. right? Yeah, and absolutely. it just and it all comes back. And even absolutely. like the Christmas party we had last year, <clears throat> I think we did it for two years. But our first couple of years, we weren't doing Christmas parties, mm -hmm. and you know, having those ideas like, hey George, wouldn't it be cool if we right. had everybody yeah. together and then they could shop and you know get to meet each other? And mm -hmm. then the following year, we took that idea and improved upon it. Mm -hmm. So to just be constantly improving and creating and you know, giving people more value is really mm -hmm. our favorite part. Yeah, I think I saw a cool video about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your own little plug. And I, and I, and I will say this, my, my, my brief story for the podcast world out there is um, the, the kudos I would give you is we, we hired you to come in, do our holiday party video. We wanted like a minute video just mm -hmm. to highlight what the event was. Kind of just said that. We didn't really like map it out and get all like detailed mm -hmm. with it. And I think what I enjoyed working most with you and your team and you, Joe, is just you just kind of listened and then you knew, you almost intuitively knew what we wanted, mm -hmm. came to the event, participated, did the, you know, I saw the guy running around the camera throughout the event, mm -hmm. you know, uh, didn't, wasn't disruptive at all. It was like you were a part of it. Right. And, uh, and then after the fact, what I loved, and this is the, this is the best sell, sales pitch for you is, that um, when we looked at the video, we watched it for the first time. I looked at Renee and I said, man, I don't want to change one thing. Not not a thing. There's actually nothing. <laughs> so so the so, and, and that's hard to do for any service provider. Absolutely. No one's perfect. I mean, we could have changed 10 things, right? Mm -hmm. and no one's perfect. So for you to get it, the first time we ever worked together, first video, first shot, you listened. And I think that was a big part of it. Like you knew what we were looking for. And then on the back end where we didn't change one thing, kudos to you guys, man. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Like that's very rare. Yeah. Very rare. Thank you. And if anybody wants to see this video, go to bartersaves.com. It's on the homepage. You'll see a Christmas party. So. It's a 20 2019 holiday extravaganza, yeah, I think yeah. it's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Is there going to be one this year or we're feeling it out? We're trying uh, to figure this out. Like, yeah. are we allowed? I mean, what's the size capacity people? Like, I think I it's been upped recently. Has it been right? upped? Yeah, I think so. Let, let's hope it stays. The up. challenge was the last I heard it was like maybe it was 25 and then maybe it was going to 150. Mm -hmm. But our challenge is, and it's a good problem to have, right? Yeah, we definitely will have more than 150 people there. Yeah. So we'll, I mean, we had we had some weird storm. We had 300 and something businesses RSVP last year. Mm -hmm. Last minute the because- only the, snowed, the, right? the only day it snowed, The only day it snowed. We yeah. still, we had a hundred and something didn't yeah. show up. We still had a couple hundred businesses show up. So, mm -hmm. so this year, because we've grown so much, I gotta believe that it would be hundreds, and that's probably not legal in Jersey, right? Or well, I don't know, legal is the right word, but you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. with the corona. More yeah. importantly, we don't want to be responsible. 
football oh, this no, year for anybody yeah. getting yeah. sick. So we yeah, have yeah, some yeah. really good ideas yeah. that um, I think we could still do with the Christmas party did, mm -hmm. but in a very unique fashion. We'll be announcing it in a couple weeks, but mm -hmm. um, it's it, we probably won't necessarily do a huge rager this year, but mm -hmm. next year we'll do it. But we're still going to have that shopping experience in a very there. unique way. Which is a bummer because I love to party, man. Half, yeah. of, half of these, you know, these yeah, events know, for me yeah. is just an excuse to party. It's like my college days. <laughs> excuse to party all over again. <laughs> all right, John, you want to move on to the next question? Sure. So would you change anything about your perspective journeys when it comes to business? Or would you keep everything mostly the same hmm. up to this point? Hmm. I'll jump in. I wouldn't change a darn thing. You know, I think in life you learn, you know, learnings in the struggle. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah. Right. So you got to have pain. You got to have experiences to help you appreciate, you right. know, and grow. That's mm -hmm. when you grow. Right? right. The biggest times in life are not when things are all smooth sailing. It's growth happens through through pain. And and uh, and that's and, and so I wouldn't change a thing. Now, and I, I tell you, though, I've looked back and I've, I've been like, God, that was so hard. I, wouldn't life have been a little bit better? But who knows if it would have been. Right. right. So. For me, the journey has not been the journey that I thought it would be in the sense that when I was graduating college in my early 20s and going to New York City and, you know, full of piss and vinegar, I was, you know, I thought, oh, by the time I'm 30, I'll be a gazillionaire. By the time I'm 40, I'll be a philanthropist and all this. And it hasn't, <laughs> <laughs> right? It didn't work out exactly like that, but mm -hmm. that's okay, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, life is made up of the actual journey. So I've, I've sort of appreciate the process of it <clears throat> as opposed to always looking at the destination of what I thought it should be. So mm -hmm. um, so now, no. So that's why I wouldn't change it because now what it's enabled me to do is enjoy that process, mm -hmm. get lost in the process <clears throat> of life, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it be in business or in personal, it's right. just get enjoy those moments because Absolutely. that is what life is made of, right? right. Um, so, what about you, baby? Would you change anything? No, not at all. I mean, everybody makes mistakes, but I agree with you. You learn from your lessons, so, mm -hmm. so yeah. no. Yeah, yeah well, believe me, we ain't perfect, dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You yeah, you could look back. What about you? Would you change anything? I mean, you're young into this this game, but. I don't think so because that's why I am where I am today. Like I feel like the struggles that I had, and I'm still young, so I'm sure I'm going to struggle even more, um, has shaped me to be the person I am today. So maybe, you know, if I had easier back then, would I be where I am today or who I am today? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason. So I, I don't think I would change anything. I'll tell you one thing, like, uh, and this applies to anyone, whether you're a business owner listening to this or just not a business owner, you're an employee, work somewhere or whatever is um, if, if, you, if you look at the macro situation all of us are living through right now, you can, you'll look back on this time, 2020, and you'll say, wow, I actually lived through what mm -hmm. was or what was perceived to be, whether you, you know, this, this coronavirus thing, right, where businesses globally are shut down. Like, right. we, we will never see that again in our life, knock on wood, right? Mm -hmm. So if you can survive that, Right. Which is our version of, I'll call it our version of uh, the Great Depression, we'll call it, right, or whatever. Because we still haven't seen the ultimate fallout from this whole thing mm -hmm. from a financial perspective. But um, but if you can look back and you're like, I lived through that, you can accomplish anything. I really believe that, right? Like right. all of us will look back on these experiences and we will realize we have persevered through something that's really amazing, mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, yeah, pivoting. Everybody's got to pivot. Everyone's got to pivot. And if you don't, then that's okay. I mean, you just you just may not survive. Absolutely. What do they say? It's not the smartest 
I think it's not the smartest or the strongest that survive. It's the the one who's most flexible, mm-hmm. right? The one who yeah. gets ahead. No, I could agree because I had to adjust my business model, and I'm sure you guys did too during yeah. the, the pandemic, and it hit just like a brick wall. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't really see it coming. You know, it was at left field so fast. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're eating out <laughs> next week. We're everyone shut down. Yep. Like what the heck? Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I guess from a young entrepreneur's perspective, I'm glad I went through that now instead of later down the road. You know, I can't imagine what would have been the difference if I had a larger office or just more overhead, you know, to deal with. So I think I also got lucky, you know, at the same time, you know, so. And think about the lessons that you'll remember because of oh, this absolutely. pain. Like when you're whatever, you got a big staff now, but you, you fast forward five years from now or 10 mm-hmm. years and you're about to go into this 10 year lease or five year, whatever, these mm-hmm. commitments. And you'll remember this, though, to say, wait a second, I have that experience. Absolutely. Am I going to really want to do this? Or you may say, no, I want to double down on it, but just because you'll draw from this, you Mm -hmm. know? Absolutely. Draw from the pain. All right. So last question. Where do you guys see barter saves in the next three to five years? Just growing. You know, we have grown so much in the past five years. I mean, I I can imagine in the next five years, we'll probably triple down on Uh and just grow, you know, beyond New Jersey. Uh Yeah. And I think we touched on a little bit before. It's about service and and community outreach and getting people engaged with Uh it. So education. Right. Uh So that's I see us doing that for the next five years. Really, the lifetime of the business is one to always that that's the motto, like always serve more and more and more. Uh And and the results will kind of flush themselves out the the byproduct, Uh you know. Um, So uh, the the other thing is I, I kind of try to look at what's happening in the macro, like the world. Right. You know, and where do I see us? Where do I see like the, the business barter saves, and where do I see um, business the, the economy going? You know, I try to look at these things. Not that I'm Nostradamus can figure it all out, mm-hmm. but if you look at what's happening with cryptocurrencies and digital payment methodology, like you know Apple iPay and those mm-hmm. types of uh, Samsung Pay and those mm-hmm. things, and you look at what's happening in certain countries of the world where you know, the probably currency is becoming devalued right now because mm-hmm. of we're printing money, right? right. Uh, because of Corona and all that. Yeah. And, and then you look at certain things that were happening even before this all happened with mm-hmm. certain countries of the world, like where Sweden's actively taking out physical paper currency out of their monetary system. Why are they doing that? So you look at these three or four or five different things, right? right? And then you say to yourself, well, how can barter play kind of a role in that, mm-hmm. right? Or can it play a role in that, mm-hmm. you know? So when I look at like, where is this business going to be? I look at it from the perspective that we have a really great opportunity. Absolutely. Like it's, it's, I think the transition, because it's not a one-to-one like Renee was describing before, it's a Mm -hmm. Mm one-to-many. So therefore, if we can figure out a way at scale to enable more and more people to barter, Mm -hmm. right? Um, then, then it almost becomes an accepted medium medium of uh, of payment mm-hmm. um, with a much larger audience because of these other factors that have nothing to do with our business that are actually happening in the world right now, right? Mm-hmm. So, which means people will trust it more and more and more because they'd rather trust their neighbor probably a lot of times mm-hmm. than um, than you know a neighbor in business than someone they don't know. So, mm-hmm. um, I think we're we're here to stay. We got a lot of lot of runway, and um, yeah, I'm excited about the possibilities. And Absolutely. the thing is, with barter, you can actually. It, I'll give you an example. I was with one of my friends this weekend, and she was telling me that she hired this contractor for her house, mm-hmm. and the contractor took the deposit, and she didn't hear from him again. In the barter world, that doesn't happen. Right. It's almost like an insurance policy. Yeah. You can trust 
the trade dollar, you know, more than you can credit cards, right. cash, and yeah. everything because <laughs> you have, you know, George and I backing you and mm -hmm. things like that just don't happen. So, right. um, in some ways, I think there's some great benefits. Yeah, people can't run away. That's a big, <laughs> that's a big thing, yeah. right? Um, but people also, right, especially they, they're going to see each other again. Mm -hmm. When you're part of a community, right, you, you know, if you don't do people right, you know, and word gets out, you know. And, yeah. But you're part, like if we have another holiday party, they're going to see each other again. Right. right? Yeah. So, yeah. so there's less likelihood that Absolutely. those sorts of things happen. Yeah. yeah. No, a couple months ago when we were first uh, looking to order like shirts and sweatshirts for the company and we were looking through the directory, like which place to choose. Andrew's like, well, which is better? I'm like, no, no, no they're in the network. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like they're already trustworthy and they have, they do good business. So it's not more of choosing, you know, that's already been filtered out. So yeah. mm -hmm. it's really yeah. just, you know, choose whichever one you want. Yeah. 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 And we try, you know what, that's one of the, it's interesting you bring that up. We try as a, as a uh, owners to, to uh, vet things out, but mm -hmm. here, here's, let's be real, right? Some, especially because of what's happened the last few months is certain businesses are up and down Absolutely. and sideways. Mm -hmm. So uh, what what you find being a part of this platform is um, because it's kind of a close-knit, you know, um, um, community of service providers, mm -hmm. you, um, even through hard times like this, you have people that are wanting to help. and you're, mm -hmm. and, and, But then you also have a situation where people don't have the fear of losing a customer long term mm -hmm. by being dishonest, mm -hmm. right? right? And taking your money and running or whatever, right? right? Yeah. So, and, and there's situations where, we, and we've dealt with it through this last few months, where maybe we've had to pull someone out of the directory mm -hmm. because they're like really in a bad spot, right. you know, and they're going out of business where they did go out of business, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so I think when you treat people and you, you kind of educate people that the community is the community and mm -hmm. and and uh, you, you find that people are flexible. You also find that people want to help other people when they can, you know, right. within the community. So mm -hmm. um, and, and there was a lot less risk because of that being a part of the platform, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. <coughs> Joe, you want to get into uh, the future of Barter before we get into our story and lesson of the week? Uh, why don't you do that topic? All right. So. Do you guys want to talk about how you think technology has affected Barter? I know, obviously, you guys now have an app for Barter Save, so you're using technology to your advantage. Um, but do you think things are going to change even, like, you know, further down the road? Or how do you think you'll adjust, you know, to utilize the technology we have today for Barter Save specifically? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this this part of the life cycle of this business because it's so in its infancy um, there's so much possibility to leverage these computers that you know we carry around in our pockets called mm -hmm. smartphones mm -hmm. and and use this as a tool to create relationships and right. create more business because of those relationships via the barter saves exchange right mm -hmm. um, so uh, I think I think I'm really excited about where this could go because up to date since, you know the the industry has been around kind of in a formalized aspect for the last 30 years it's it's hasn't really progressed in terms of building something at scale but i think mm -hmm. the time is on the horizon where right. you can actually do that that didn't exist when people tried it 20 years ago mm -hmm. 20 years ago <coughs> there was a few companies that tried to build an online barter system mm -hmm. you know b2b got tons of funding and 
Um, and I think it fell on its face because it was missing a critical element, which is that thing called convenience, the reason right. why we all do things, right? right? One of the biggest reasons why we all do things. Mm-hmm. And so now, so there's, there's, you have this thing in our pocket that we can carry around and look for businesses that are close by mm-hmm. or um, call somebody up right away, you right. know, because we see them, you know, they know when they're part of the exchange to mm-hmm. see if they have availability, those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, I think, you know, really are going to progress, make barter much more of a, um, a widespread tool for businesses to actually use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think tech-wise? I mean, the fact that we got an app this year, I felt like, you know, we're moving, we're doing all the things that we should be in the digital world. And as the next thing comes along, I'm sure we'll be taking part of it. Yeah. But the app definitely makes things more convenient and just easier. So we've seen an uptick in transactions and sales since that got um, released. Yeah, yeah. And we're trying, you know, one of the things that we're actively doing, Renee and I talk about all the time, like Mm -hmm. all the time, like almost every day is what's the next evolution? What's the next evolution of the business? Um, It's almost like that that phrase, was it Henry Henry Ford? It says, if I would have asked the people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? (laughs) You know, so, and he invented the car. Like, I kind of feel like we're in that spot right now. We're Henry, we have the opportunity to be a Henry Ford. I don't know if we'll be that, we'll see, maybe we'll be that successful or more, but the idea is, we're looking to figure out what is the next evolution of this thing and how mm-hmm. can we get it to scale with a lot of people mm-hmm. um, where they can benefit, you know, in, in the way that they want to benefit, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a variation of how we're doing it now. So we're Absolutely. actively looking at those things right now, leveraging technology, uh, web-based things, mobile-based things. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and, I, and I think, yeah, yeah, and I think we'll figure it out. I think we're on that path already. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm definitely using the app a lot. It's more convenient. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect example. Yeah. (laughs) No doubt. All right. So at the end of each episode, uh, we do like a story or a lesson of the week. You missed the topic. Oh, why? You want to? You can go over them. So the other topic that we just completely missed was about why businesses of all sizes should explore entities like Barter Saves with the importance of networking and outreach. Mm. And there's one area where both of our businesses have experience in, and that is networking events. (laughs) Now, we have not exhibited at an event before. You have. What would you say is the difference between having an exhibitor table and just walking around and networking? It's That to me is very easy because we'll go together mm-hmm. and barter, do, you know, there's not many like mortgage brokers, insurance brokers that are in barter. So when you're at a table, you have everybody coming up to your table, even people that aren't a good fit for your business at all. Right. So you got to talk to everybody. Right. But when you're walking around, you target, you know, I may see a caterer and I'm like, "Uh, barter members need this time to, you know, and I skip the, let's say the mortgage and the insurance booths and I can make my time a lot more um, productive when I target who's gonna serve the members the best. So Mm -hmm. walking around and me talking to the people I feel is better. Now, if someone's very interested in barter, of course they're gonna go up to the booth. But what I've noticed is, I get a lot of people that aren't a good fit also talking to me mm-hmm. at the booth, which is fine. I like meet, meeting people. Absolutely. But if you're actually looking to grow your business, uh, it's better if you target. But we got both covered. Uh-huh. And we do always sign up new members at these networking mm-hmm. events. So mm-hmm. it does it does work. Absolutely. Well, that's good. I know 
for as long as we've been doing business, I know I I don't think we've exhibited at any events. Before. Yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll try it next. Yeah. Time. Start to split it up. Have one person walking around. Yeah, one person. I'll, I'll walk around. You, I'll walk around. You man the table. <laughs> Sounds good. So. You have anything to add, Joe? Before we move on. Uh, not only are networking events important, chambers of commerce as well. That was actually the Monmouth Regional Chamber of Commerce was where we were introduced to barter saves hmm. because at one of the uh, networking breakfasts that they would have at the All Seasons Diner in Eatontown, I met Lisa. And is that Lisa Britt? Yes. Yep. Yeah, okay. And we started talking, and then she called me while I was in the middle of doing other things uh, for work, and then eventually. I met with her here at our office, and then, George, I think you came by, and Matt was there, too. And one thing led to another, and we ended up, uh, we ended up joining the network, and it was interesting how, through a Chamber of Commerce, we were able, our two businesses were able to meet. Yeah, with Chamber of Commerce, those are all business owners that want to market and meet new people and that are looking for you know, uh, new customers, basically. And that's basically what we do. We're at the Chamber of Commerce. If you're to do business with other people there, you're paying cash, right? Mm-hmm. So we are like a Chamber of Commerce, but we buy and sell and, right. you know, yeah. it, that that's where the little bit of a twist is. But Chambers are great places to meet prospective barter members because we have very similar goals. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess we'll move on to the story of or lesson of the week. So at the end of each segment, as I was saying before, we go around the table. If anyone has a story or lesson of the week, it doesn't have to be from this week, um, to share with the audience. Then we kind of have a little story time. If you guys like to start. Do you want to start? I love, I love that one that you yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you so just start? This, my story of the week is when you're wearing a mask, you have to go above and beyond your peppiness, happiness, and speaking that, you know, than you would regularly. Because, A, I can't hear people when they wear masks. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people could hear me. And they get my food orders messed up most of the time because it's just eyes. And when I read people's lips, you know, that's part of the communication process. So Mm -hmm. if, you know, people just have to be a little bit more friendly. So if you walk into a retail store or a food place, as opposed to the first thing you say to a customer is you're not wearing a mask or you're not wearing your mask right, you know, just be sure to be friendly Go, you know, above and beyond and start with, hello, how are you? How can I help you? Instead of basically mask shaming people or um, going that route. But people need to show that they're smiling and happy with their eyes or their voice since their their half of their face is covered and make people still feel welcome in your establishment. Because I've seen a lot of... uh, really negative things happen in businesses, not like our members, but I'm saying places that I go and um, people just really need to be a lot um, more appreciative of customers walking into their business during these times because people can choose to go anywhere and spend their money. And the places where they're treated the best are the places where people will return. Right. Yeah, it's what do they say? You gotta work like twice as hard for half the money now. Mm Right, and it's the businesses that really get that and are willing to put out the sort of effort right. that are, um, I think, have a, a higher likelihood of making it. Mm-hmm. You know, because people will remember. You know, if you shamed somebody when you walked in just because they ha- the thing happened to slip down their right below their nose or right. 
Look, people forget. Maybe you know, we're we for for forty something years. I didn't wear a mask, so there's been times I I just forgot it in the car. I just wasn't thinking, you know. Or so um, I, I love that one, Renee. You know, be nice. Mm-hmm. Welcome to. Ha- I thank you for coming to our store today. Right. I really appreciate you being here. Is there anything mm-hmm. you're looking for? Can I help you? Oh, by the way, do you have a mask? You know, I know it's kind of a rule, you know, the mandate in New Absolutely. Jersey, yeah. right? Doesn't all have to be like jump on people, you mm. know? So um, yeah. that's a that's a great one, baby. <laughs> George, you have one or are you just? No, I'm just, I'm piggybacking okay. off of hers because hers is so awesome. <laughs> we both feel exactly <laughs> the yeah. same way. Joe, I'll let you finish it off. All right. So this story goes back to the networking segment. And back in January, before everything closed down, it was a very cold night, and there was a networking event at the Asbury Hotel right near the ocean up in Asbury Park. And there's this networking group that I'm thinking, oh, there might be a lot of new businesses here. I don't know if I'm going to know anyone, but that doesn't even matter whatsoever. Because any networking event, I have to go in knowing that I might be meeting someone for the first time. However, it is always nice to see familiar faces. And when I walked in to this networking event, first table I saw was the barter safe table. And George, I saw you and Renee. <laughs> you both you both flagged me down, said hello, your usual very happy selves. And it was it put me at ease knowing that I had two people there who I knew very well. And our businesses in my opinion are like best friends. So it it put me at ease throughout the entire event and it was just an overall it was a good night. So, I'll tell you what. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for saying <laughs> that. <laughs> I, I, I really love the uh, the the lesson of just putting yourself out there. You know, just like you need to build a brand, and don't think of it so transactionally. Life is not actually not about the transaction; it's about the process of getting to the transaction. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you go there and you didn't know anyone, Joe, it's you're you're just you're you're saying, hey, this is where I'm from. Everyday Espo. You know, we we do great videos. I'm a cool. I'm trustworthy, mm-hmm. right? I'm not. You're not trying to close a deal that day, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to look lay a foundation because yeah. that's just the nature, right? Absolutely. And then what happens that's over that's time that's is you could do enough of those, then things circle back. Mm-hmm. Maybe six months, maybe a year from now, maybe the next day someone calls you, right? But it's just putting the brand out there, putting it out there. You putting know what it was cool at that event was it wasn't our event. We were you <clears throat> yeah. know, just there. What was it, but Jer- we was had Rosa? about 10 uh, barter members show up to the event. And our table was almost like, you know, our barter family was gathering <laughs> together. Because usually in the business world, you know, your business is your business, his business is his business. But, right. you know, we had one common, you know, we're all barter family. Yeah, yeah. But I like it's great. Put yourself out there. That's the big lesson, you know. That's the big story is, and however you choose to do it, whatever medium, right? Because we're all distracted by so many ads a day and mm-hmm. Facebook and whatever the heck else, right? So, yeah. um, whether it be chambers, whether it be these networking events, whether it be doing ads for Facebook, whether mm-hmm. it be creating video content, mm-hmm. you know, for your own channels, creating mm-hmm. up, doing your own podcast, you know, there's so many mediums, but just do it. Just mm-hmm. just do it. Just be, keep building, 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 and before you know it. You know, you'll look back and people will, like, be buying whatever you're selling. Absolutely. So before we end things off, if you guys want to tell the audience how they can learn more about Barter Saves. All right. Go to www.bartersaves.com. You can enroll for free online or give us a call at 732-859-8694. All right. 
and uh, you guys have a podcast of your own. So everyone, yeah, feel free to check that out. They Key can, Money and the Godmother. And the link is on the website too, right? You guys have it on mm-hmm. the Partisan site. So make sure to check that out. You guys have dozens of episodes, way more than... I think 62 than wow. yeah, episodes. Like that, we yeah. were doing it every week, BC, right. before <coughs> Corona. Yeah. Now we're doing it basically once a month, uh-huh. but uh, still... Do I guess our two-year anniversary is in it's January? coming up, coming up, Woo. yeah. Really enjoy it. It's a great way to profile businesses and get a little bit deep on an individual business. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, definitely check it out because you might learn a few nuggets of things you didn't otherwise know to grow mm-hmm. your business. And for the audience, uh, the next episode sneak peek, it's going to be titled Let's Talk Digital Marketing. So we're going to have a couple members uh, of our digital marketing team on to talk all things digital marketing from EDE. Uh, also, a couple shout-outs. First off, to Uncle Vinny, listening from Florida. Second off, to the wonderful Barter Saves team for coming over and uh, re-recording with <laughs> us today. Um, and lastly, to Ming and Mike of A Shared Universe. They run a great you know, podcast studio, and I'm sure you guys can attest to it. They're just really nice. They always accommodate us, so I wanted to give a shout-out to them. Um, Joe, you have anything else? Um, nah, not much else to add, but I can do the plug for uh, our social media. Okay. So feel free to check out our website. That's everydaypodcast.biz. That's B-I-Z. Follow us on Facebook at everydaypodcastfb mm-hmm. and on Instagram at everydaypodcastig. Now, we do have cameras going, so this episode will be up on YouTube mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks from the time of this recording. So for all of our episodes, feel free to slap the like button, turn on those notifications, and subscribe. Because once we get a new episode, we want you to know about it. So that's pretty much all I have. All right. Thanks, guys, for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right.